this is our last show in this building. From next week, we're going down to a, a town called Hillsville, which is very famous for the Hillsville Sanctuary and a few other... What Bits and pieces. What else is famous? famous <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. The the the, uh, the offices across the road from the pub. That's all that matters. So Wednesday <laughs> just, nights or uh, well, that's right. Yeah. It's going to be a bit of fun. But uh, Palmer night. So next so next week we'll be broadcasting from uh, a new studio. So looking Beautiful. forward to that. But uh, thank you. To, um, well, this is our last guest at this studio. Correct. So, what, we, what we, well, we need a champion. We do need a champion to finish us off. Um, and what a champion this guy was! I spoke to him uh, just before. The ripper. Um, I had his uh, his uh, photo of him on my bedroom wall growing up, and what a, what a photo it was. Uh, around 22, 1995, uh, Brisbane got the chocolates, but there was, I think there was something else in that game. But uh, Richard Champion, the superstar fullback for the Brisbane Bears and Lions, joins us now. Good champ. How are you? Oh, Jack and Woz, what's going on? I'm I'm really well, boys. I had posters of, uh, of Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons and Kiss and all that sort of stuff, and you had me up there. That's what's <laughs> bad, is. Well, I mean, it was, uh, it was quite impressive for um, <laughs> what was going on in that photo. <laughs> I don't know what was going on in your bedroom, Jack, but I'm not going to um, inquire any more about that. Hey, um, um, Hillsville, nice part of the world. I've got a couple of greyhounds that race that race there most Sundays. Oh, right. Go. Which ones? Absolutely. It's, winners? Got a, it's, got a, it's got a straight track. Yeah, straight track. And, uh, we've got Ringer Dusty and Ringer Daisy. Um, ah. two, two greyhounds that I own that, that run at Hillsville most Sundays. Mm, Absolutely. Right, but how are they tracking? Oh, we, oh, They're tr- tracking really well. Get on. The more you put, you, the more you put on, the more you get back. That's what they reckon. Yes. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Also, gamble responsibly. No, well, I suppose so. Um, <laughs> hey, we're, here, we're here to preview Friday night's game. Um, as, a, as an ex-Brisbane Lions at Brisbane Bears superstar, um, how have we seen their season so far? Uh, the Lions, look, um, I think they're, apart from last weekend, uh, they're, they're doing okay, but they're winning ugly. The games they have mm-hmm. won, they're just winning a little bit ugly for me, boys. And look, I've, I've actually had a had a bet with a couple of my um, sidekicks uh, in commentary that that they they won't travel far in the finals again this year. I so hope I'm wrong because I'm not I'm not that type of guy. I love watching the Lions play and love watching them be successful, but I they're just too inconsistent for mine. They're too reliant on too few. And that's not a that's not a good team because you get a couple of those guys down or they have a couple of injuries and they're and they're and they're shot ducks. So I just don't think they're playing consistent footy enough just yet. But you know what? They're winning enough games to sort of Keep in the in the top sort of you know five or six, um, and if they if they start putting their game together towards round eighteen, well that's when it really counts, right? So I'm hoping that they'll do that, but I'm, I'm just not convinced just yet. Chairpass was here. I, I kind of agree. I'd, I haven't seen like much of a change from last year to this year. You'd expect things to just be a little bit, or you'd be winning a little bit sort of better. But like you said. It seems to be the same sort of footy that will get you to a, a semi or a prelim. Yeah, it was. Look, I'd, I'd like to see them throw the magnets around a little bit when mm. things aren't going well. Um, look, I was in Bali, actually. I only got home at uh, 1am this morning from <laughs> Bali. So <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't see all of the game against the Hawks on the weekend. Yeah, you shouldn't have seen any of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was actually playing footy myself, would you believe, with the Bali, uh, in the Bali Nines competition for the Bali Geckos, um, having a run around <laughs> in Bali. It was bloody fantastic. Well, were you so, full back? I was, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I played with Troy Luff. 
Yep. He was in our, our team as well. And Ricky Ollerenshaw runs things over there. He he sort of coaches and plays for the Bali Geckos. He married a Bali Balinese girl. And um, he runs the club there. They play against Malaysia and Vietnam and all these sorts of teams. And, and um, we went over and had a run. It was fantastic. So we won the over 35s and over 45s comp. Um, so anyway, I digress. Um, so I was watching a bit of the game as we were sort of in between games. And um, they, were, they were down and then they were up and they let sort of hawk Hawthorne come back again so um, I, you know those games they just need to consolidate the, the, the wins really need to be wins but when things aren't quite going well I would love to see Fags just throw some magnets around and switch Joey around switch a couple of guys that aren't working out for just you know but it, it, it tends just to sort of let it play out mm. and, and fingers crossed hopefully it'll work out and sometimes it doesn't and I, I'm not sure that's a great strategy to have when you're looking to try to win some big games And what about the, the rest of football I mean, how are you seeing it at the moment? Oh, you know what? Well, it, it's, it's, it's a good brand that a lot of teams play I love watching, I mean that was a great game um, uh, Melbourne and Collingwood on Monday uh, it was, it's fast, free-flowing. I think Collingwood are playing the best brand of footy around, and I love watching them play. Of course, I play with Craig McRae, and ripping guy and ripping coach. He's just got a really good balance of, of being well-liked and respected by his playing group um, and by fans alike because of the brand they play. They're, they're just uh, all-out uh, all attack. Um, they run forward a lot, and it's very exciting footy. So, I like the way they're going about it. Um, Melbourne are, are coming good. Port Adelaide play a similar sort of brand. I, I like watching them play. Um, but there's a few little smokies, you know, around there. The Saints have done okay. The Bulldogs have had some good wins. Uh, you, you know, Geelong were, were a poor start, and they come back three and three, and they sort of they're a bit up and down at the moment. So there's teams in the balance and in the mix, and the next six weeks will be critical, I think, as to how the season will pan out. And and after the bye, you often find that that they, they break the season down into thirds. Um, you, you know, your first sort of you know six or seven games, is they've got a strategy involved with that, and they get through the bye. You give your players a bit of a break, and you need some wins leading into that. You get a couple of quick runs out. Um, you might lose a couple towards that end, but then from round 18 through, you've really got to be hitting your straps. So there's some teams that might do that. Um, at the moment, I'm I'm looking at a, a Collingwood Port Adelaide Grand Final. Uh, that's what, who are the teams that I, I like at the moment. But they have to sustain mm-hmm. how they're playing and they have to keep their injuries to a bare minimum. Well, that, that, that's the thing. I mean, they're, they're playing such good footy at the moment, aren't they? And and you just, you've got to keep that up. I mean, I've, as a Melbourne supporter, you know, I experienced it last year when they peaked in round 10. And just yes. like, you know, uh, you just got to, got to wonder how long can they maintain that level, which is extraordinarily high. And, you know, they're obviously having a lot of fun and everything, both, yes. uh, both sides. But can they maintain that, you know, the last five weeks of the year? Yeah, well, that's right. They're coming up a high of a grand final. Um, you know, they've got a later start to pre-season. They they get into gear early and and then it just tends to taper off. They've had their exciting time and they're up, and it's it's hard to to maintain um, being on top. And because they become the hunted, then you know, and, and the likes of um, 
Petrarca and Oliver and yeah. um, Salem and these guys, they just get targeted more and it's just harder. Mm. So, uh, I mean, the Brady Grundy thing, I, I heard Craig, Craig put a photo up of, him, up of him before the game and said, yeah, this guy gave us a lot. I'm not sure what he was trying to do there, Fly. I, I, mm. I like the way that he was respecting him and that they couldn't sort of keep him, him in the cap and they had to let him go at some stage. So I, I, I mean, it didn't work for them as far as the W was concerned, but um, that's just great respect and I, I love that. But uh, he's fit in really well um, mm. and, and the D's might come home, you know, with, with a wet sail as well. So um, I, like the se- I like the way the season's panning out. I reckon there's, there's half a dozen teams that could really step up in the next six to eight weeks. Did uh, did Wolsey or you know even even Lethal um, put up any ex-player photos before the game and just say look, can you respect them? <laughs> Ooh, uh, did they do that I trick? Don't, I don't. Well, not not that we're from our former <laughs> club. No, no. I think they're a little bit more old school and boys go and rough them up. I think that's what, that's the message that would have come from those guys. <laughs> right. Um, no, it's 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 a different. It's it's a changing mindset, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Um, you know your. Your new age coach is um, is just wired differently. Mm. Speaking well, speaking of coaching, um, Richmond job up up for grabs. I would suspect um, is Leper someone that perhaps could be looked at or would be being looked at. Well, I'm surprised you haven't thrown my name in there. To well, be honest. Well, what about you? Uh, yeah, I think you, you. Yeah. Well, with your rock star career and. Um, <laughs> Well, who's got time for coaching? Yeah, right? mate. Yeah, yeah no, very good point, boss. I never thought of that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull out. Um, yeah, look, I'll ring him tomorrow and say I'm out. Yeah, um, it's a very good point. Um, yeah, look, look, maybe there's not too many around at the moment, is there? There mm. used to be back in the day where there was a few really good assistant coaches, and their name would be brought up every time there's the potential coaching position available. Um, but there's, there's doesn't seem to be many around. And especially when you get a second crack at it. Um, Lepper's obviously had a crack at Brisbane and he's done a, a really good job at, at Richmond and now at Collingwood. Um, I'm not sure whether... You'd have to ask him whether he wants it. Mm. You know, mm. that's the thing. It, it comes with a lot of pressure and especially with one of the big four clubs. If you're with Essendon, Richmond, Collingwood or Carlton, you you know, you're, the expectations of the fans and the club are so high and Vossi's copying that now yeah. as the Blues coach and I, and, I, and I really feel for him. So it comes with a lot of responsibility and a lot of expectations. So he may not want that again. He might be happy just the way Collingwood's going at the moment and just sitting back a little bit. Um, but I guess, you know, you don't get these opportunities every day. So if there's not many more out there, he may just put his hand up. Yes, yes. Mm. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously played with him and everything. Uh, now, not, I just want to get on to Gladiators, uh, Richard. Uh, we, we, we've had uh, we had Mike Whitney on our show uh, a few oh, times. Yes. He's, uh, he's a legend. friend. Um, tell us, uh, well, 1995 was a big year for you. Not only did you play finals for the first time with the Brisbane Bears, but you also appeared on Gladiator Team Sport Challenge. Uh, run us through that. Yeah, that was you know, that was a great experience. Um, so we actually trained for three days on all the apparatus because um, it was set up at the Brisbane Entertainment Centre, um, and it was it was filmed live. Um, so it was a big production. It was a massive production. Um, the whole of the Entertainment Centre and all these apparatus set up, you know, for for a couple of months 
throughout the year. And we trained on them because they said on the night, uh, we're not sure which one we're going to go with, so you need to learn all of it. And uh, it was just it was just a great. I love a physical challenge, and and that's that's right up there with them. Um, there was a couple of flogs, a couple of these guys. You know, we're, you know, we're pretty happy with what they bring to the table, but <laughs> you just you know you just had to put up with it and just enjoy it for what it was. So I was teamed up with Johnny Platten. Um, so Platts and myself were representing AFL, uh, and there was a couple of rugby league boys, a couple of rugby union boys, and um, Jimmy Ma and uh, mm-hmm. Maddie Hayden yes. were the boys representing cricket. And there were some girls sort of re- representing, I think, netball and hockey and, and uh, a couple of other sports. So uh, it was a really good time. Um, and we well, we come second in the end. We, we just got rolled in the end. They, it, it's a long story, and I won't bore you with it, but we had to get up that sort of travelator at the end, and they had it, because it was a final, they had it at high speed, and none of us could actually get up there. And I reached it first, and I was sort of worn out by the third attempt, and then they thought, gee whiz, we, not, we may not get through a show here if we don't slow these down. So when they slowed it down, the rugby league guy went first, and he actually got up, and then I sort of followed up, and we both got up, and that's how it ended up. So, um, But a, a, a terrific um, a terrific concept and a great challenge. And then Cooter, of course, went on to be, be an actual gladiator, I think, in the next series. Um and I've spoken to, to him about that and, and he, he said he had a great time um, I take on any challenge boys actually went in a boxing bout as well against Billy Moore uh, the rugby league mm-hmm. champ and that was um, televised nationally around Australia yep. that was probably not long after that I reckon maybe a year or two after that mm-hmm. so yeah there's, there's things that I get involved with now that I sort of look back and I thought you know what I'm, I, I'm so glad I did that well, you, you, you're built for it. I mean, you had to play on plugger as well. So, I mean, there were challenges everywhere. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, and, you know, I often, you know, you often get the question, you know, who was the hardest opponent you played on and what did you enjoy about footy? What I enjoyed most was actually the challenge of playing on the greatest full forwards that, you know, the yes. games had throughout. So, back in, during the 90s, from about 90, 1990 through to, you know, 2000, a little bit beyond, every team had a gun full yep. forward. You know, if you went through every team, you know, Dunstall, Ablett, Lockett, Kerry, Longmire, Sumich, Rocker, Modra, uh, Lloyd, uh, you go through every team and yep. they all had gun full forwards who were capable of kicking, you know, 10 goals in a game and therefore, you know, over 100, 100 goals in a year. So the challenge of playing on those guys as a full back was, was great and I look forward to that every week. And, of course, there was no flooding back then either. There was quite often just you and and um, and your opponent inside the forward 50. So there were some nervous times, but, but you know, love the challenge. That's why I don't understand now. If you go over to, uh, to Bali and play, it's not in the contract that you play full forward. <laughs> you know what, well, when you get older, you tend to say, you know what, I just want to kick goals. Yeah. Just put us in the forward line and kick it into me. Yep. But I actually didn't mind, I actually didn't mind playing at full, full back again. It sort of brought back some nice memories. And, um, <laughs> that was really, really good. But as I said, boys, I, I, I love a challenge and I take anything these days. And uh, I've, I've now joined a band recently. Which well, is very yeah, cool. You've got some skills in that area. Yeah, you've always had skills in that area. We've um, we call the filthy animals, Ooh, and, nice. uh, and and it's a it's a bloody good band, band if I don't say so myself. We've got we've got the original drummer from Dragon, um, Kerry Jacobson. Cool. We've got the lead guitarist from the Cry Boys, um, yep. Brett Williams. We've got the bass player from John Butler Trio, OJ Newcomb, and our Goodness. keyboard players. Um, 
Glenn Muirhead, and he's played for James Rain and Eurogliders and, and so many others. These guys are so talented. And uh, and I'm, I'm the lead singer. You're up with, front. And I've got a little bit of... Um, uh, you know, I actually commentate obviously during the footy season, so I can't do every gig. So we've got a backup singer, but uh, yeah, it's really good fun. I'm I'm really loving that at the moment. I was going to say, who's the I've heard something? Who's the backup singer? Were they recently on something? No, I, so we got, I did hear you're in a Mark, band, but yeah, Mark Furs. Um, Furs he used to be on Home and Away, and he went on The Voice. Uh, he's he's doing some stuff for it some, at the moment when I can't uh, when I can't do it. So yeah, there's some talent there, that's for sure. Where where can we see you, Richard? Well, we we, we hoping to get to Melbourne actually at some stage. Yeah. Um, we'll be there. We went to Adelaide. We did a music festival in Adelaide last year. Uh, we did a couple of gigs there, and and but we, we mainly play sort of um, Brizzy, Gold Coast, Sunshine Coast. Um, we're going up to I think Early Beach and Mackay sort of later on this year, and we do a lot of corporate gigs. So, um, yeah, we, we do 70s, 80s, um, you know, classic rock and pub music, the best era. So, well, we all remember your, yeah. your uh, Jimmy Barnes take off from back in the day, but you've got Russell Robertson yes. covered too, don't you? Yes, exactly. In fact, I've, I've just, I'm just about to join another group who do an In Excess tribute show. And. Oh. Um, as a, as a second part of their act, they want a, a Barnes Chisel sort of tribute. Oh, and wow. uh, I've just joined those guys, which will kick off things early next year. So there's lots happening. Yeah, it certainly <laughs> is. That is amazing. Good on you, Richard. So why would you want a coach when you've got this lifestyle of a rock star? Well, exactly. well, that's exactly why I'm bringing the Tigers <laughs> tomorrow and yep. pulling out. Fair enough. Goodness, that's, that sounds incredible. Yep. Oh, oh, fantastic. So, um, we're getting back to footy, though, champs. Um, tomorrow, uh, well, Friday night, huge game, Brisbane and Sydney. Um, I mean, the, one of the reasons I tried to get you on was to talk about the, the time the Brisbane Bears scored their highest ever score against Sydney. Uh, but you don't quite remember that one. Well, uh, you know what? I, I, when we spoke about it off air, I couldn't quite... And then I got hang on. Um, I reckon... I reckon I, I picked up like a thousand kicks in the first quarter because we just got off to a flyer and I, was, I reckon I was playing up for it. I reckon I kicked a couple of goals and and like had plenty of the footy and then did my quad or hammy, I think, like either late in the first quarter or yeah. midway through the second quarter and I was dirty as because we had a huge win. I would have got plenty of the footy, um, but that's that's about all I remember of it. Yeah, yeah, so I was probably just a bit disappointed that I was I was probably being a bit selfish that I bloody got injured. But no. yeah, that was that was a huge day. That, it was um, under nine thousand people saw you kick nineteen goals, ten at, at half time to four points. So yes, yeah. yes, and then you went on to win by one hundred and sixty two. Wow, that's massive, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Uh, that was actually quiet down at fullback. <laughs> yes. Yeah, as I said, I reckon I was I was either sneaking forward or I. Well, you kicked the goal. I, um, yeah, you would have. Was there a goal that scored? Was yeah, it? Yeah, you kicked the goal. Yeah, so I, I I reckon I did. I reckon I snuck forward and and kicked one and and had a few touches and I thought this is going to be a good good day out. <laughs> and then I I really got injured. So anyway, not to worry. Not to worry. But a uh, huge game, Brisbane and Sydney. Um, do do the Lions bounce back? Well, look, they they have to at home. Look, it's a bit of a fortress. They do play a better brand of footy at the Gabba. There's no doubt about that. Sydney, though, you know they they be smarting. They. You know, they've been. It was a pretty solid start to the season. They were starting to put some good games together. They were getting a few players back, 
um, and they, they just dropped the ball a little bit in games that they should have won. So they'll be out for redemption. There's no doubt that um, you know they've lost a couple of games that they should have. So uh, you know Brisbane, Brisbane have two to be honest. So they've both got a lot to play for here. And as I said, it's this time of the year where it's really crunch time. They need to put some wins together just to solidify themselves in um, in that final eight spot, so they don't drop out and 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 try to push for a top four spot. That's what both teams would be chasing at the moment. So look, Brisbane certainly should go in favourites. And if they, uh, I reckon they'd be they'd be really pleased being back at home. Uh, and there should be a pretty good crowd there too, given it's a Friday night. We we rarely get the Friday nights. We get the Thursday night against Collingwood just before Easter, um, but we rarely get a, a a good Friday night coverage. So uh, they'll be up for a big one. And are you calling the footy for the M's? Um, we, we normally get the guys from Melbourne. The, oh. the, the Melbourne A team normally come up, yeah, and do Friday night. So we'll probably miss out on that. But I definitely will be heading along. Um, so I, I, I don't think I'll have a role per se. But uh, I'll be certainly keen on uh, on seeing the Lions. Uh, you know, see if they can get a get a winner. Oh, I wanted to sit back and enjoy. It'd be, yeah. Sounds sounds like a plan. We're all poor for it. Yeah, good on good on you, boys. Um, hey, love it to chat to you. No and, worries. Uh, um, thanks so much for having me on, and and uh, good luck in Hillsville, and look yeah. out for Ring of Daisy and Ring of Dusty running down the Hillsville straight. Absolutely, we already will. black booked. <laughs> You're a good man, Jams. Thanks, boys. Thanks, mate. See you later. <laughs> what a gun, uh, Richard Champion. There, 183 games for the Brisbane Bears and Lions.